is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is September the 28th, 2019. Strong hand. Long-term thinking, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. The furrow of gratification, conviction, golden age. Oh, we're going to talk about the golden age. Strive for greatness, ambition, avoid mediocrity, principles over practicality. Yeah, it's the beyond Bitcoin show. Okay, so we're going to talk about subject matters that go way beyond Bitcoin. I just want to remind everyone to check out This Week in Bitcoin yesterday. Caitlin Long was on the show. It was a great one. You can follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. And Vention, thank you very much for the super chat in yesterday's show. I I just noticed it. I can click on uh, super chat and it shows who's given super chats lately. Obviously, I was not around for yesterday's show. It was pre-taped. It was during during Shabbat or it was right before Shabbat. I was preparing Uh, It's been very nice to be back with the family here in Baltimore. I forgot to mention on Thursday that I saw, I I talked about some of the people I'd seen. I, uh, when I landed in Baltimore and I got picked up at the light rail stop, I forgot to say I was immediately taken to my grandmother's house and she is doing quite well. So that was that was one of the first, I saw her before I saw my younger uh, relatives. So I I forgot to mention that the other day. I, I just wanted to point that out, but some people are, you know, they like they like to hear grandma updates. And it's the Beyond Bitcoin show, so why not? I've been totally disconnected from Bitcoin uh, since I uploaded Friday's show. So it's great to have a Beyond Bitcoin show because I don't exactly know all the current events that are going on in it. I mean, I check the price, whatever. <laughs> you Watch my uh, Thursday show and my Wednesday show if you want to hear about what I said about the price. And pound that like button, of course. And you can watch all my old shows at disruptmeister.com. Okay, uh, what do we have here? And yeah, this show is freaking really live. So if you want to, uh, if you want to send super chats, if you have a question, you type in Bitcoin Meister. And uh, yeah, John said he uh, he loved uh, the the Caitlin the show yesterday, right? Yes, <laughs> he called her. He messed up her name at first, though. In the chat, it's all right, man. You're you're out on the West Coast. It's a little earlier there. It's late here on the East Coast. You're you're probably in, in enjoying an adult beverage, so you're forgetting which woman you heard talk on the show yesterday. All right, so let's uh, let's get into this uh, article about Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie Sanders, what's he up to here? This envious dude, or he plays off of people's envy at least. Uh, Bernie Sanders unveils new wealth tax plan. And he says, billionaires should not exist. <laughs> Pure envy. Who cares if billionaires exist or they don't? <laughs> it's their business. Mind your own business, dude. But yeah, he's got a wealth tax that's, uh, he he one-upped Elizabeth Warren's wealth tax. And again, if you're rich, he just wants to take money from you. If, even if you're not making money anymore, you've got a, got a lot of wealth, you got a big house. He wants to just tax it if you've got a if you if he considers you wealthy, okay? Because he doesn't think billionaires should exist, and this is taken seriously in today's world. It is unbelievable that well, it's not. 
it, it, it would have been considered unbelievable in uh, 1999 when the internet was coming out or something like that, that this, we, 20 years later, we'd be talking about billionaires shouldn't exist and Bernie Sanders, that nut from Vermont would be a major candidate uh, for president. And uh, that these, but this is what, this is what we deal with. Uh, it is a world of envy, a world of envy. And, and it's unfortunate uh, that people have to be envious and they can't improve themselves because, wow, we're living in, in such a nice time. And, 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 and yet in this beautiful time of such technology where these billionaires have brought us incredible technology, again, many of these billionaires have become incredibly wealthy. Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, they have changed the world technologically. Elon Musk, whoever, uh, they, they brought such comfort to this world, but they shouldn't exist. They, he doesn't understand the incentive structure of capitalism, or maybe he does, and he just wants to win a presidential election. That's probably what it is. He knows that the 80 percenters, you can get them. Envy is a strong emotion. Envy, uh, you can get people to vote for you that way. Oh, well, just my thoughts on the whole thing. It's a big, big, big show to me. I'm just watching it as an, as an outsider. Pound that like button. Well, so these envious people that they're like, I'm poor. Why are billionaires rich? Why can't I stop being poor? Well, you, you keep going out to dinner, but we're going to talk about that. But look at this. And I know some people are going to take offense to this. But Americans spend an average of $126.19 a month on their pets. And uh, dogs, they, they spend $140 a month on average, Americans. That, that's a lot of money. Uh, over time, okay. I mean, over a year, that's over fifteen hundred bucks uh, with the dog and with the uh, with the average pet. There, yeah, it's uh, and, and some of these people who say they're poor, who are envious of the rich, they got all they got two dogs, they got big dogs, pit bulls. Uh, how much does it cost to pet you to know, feed a pit bull? And they're they're saying and they're on welfare and why am I poor? You don't a, a dog is a luxury. Yes, yes. It's a luxury and it, it costs quite a bit. And uh, yeah, and, and some people just go all, all out on their dogs. Hey, it's a free it's a free world. Okay, personal responsibility is new culture. If you want to buy your dog clothes and everything, be my guest. But then, um, and then if you say you're poor, why am I poor? Why, why the rich should be taxed? Where's that coming from, dude? Personal responsibility. You don't have to clothe your darn dog. Learn how to budget. Learn how to budget. Learn how to prioritize. Prioritize. Get real assets. A dog is not a real asset. A cat is. A, I mean, there. I like cats. I like. I mean, I don't like dogs, but I, <laughs> I, I, I can understand why people. If you can afford a pet, get a pet. But there are so. My point in bringing all this up is there are so many Americans out there uh, that, that they can't. They can't afford pets. They really can't afford pets. Uh, all right. And uh, I see uh, Yusa, Yusa Giyami, and I, I love seeing him in the chat. It's great to see you. He says, watch Tulsi Gabbard overtake the top three Democrats. And I know you like her. No, she's not. She's not going to. She's not even going to be in the next debates. Uh, the, the, again, the, the, <laughs> they want to vote for uh, people they think are going to win. They don't want controversial people. She, she's she's. You know, she's not promising them a wealth taxes. She's not promising them free stuff. That that doesn't really work uh, in, in in election land. It's it's not a it's not a pretty world over there. It's it's the world of let, let's 
bribe, let's try not to offend anyone and, and bribe the voters. Who, uh, Adam talking Do Dogecoin. Yeah, that's closest, closest Dogecoin you're going to get here when I'm talking dogs on Beyond Bitcoin. And pound that like button. But yeah, a dog. Yeah, some of these coins are quite doggish, I got to say. Uh, what do we have here? 73 point hour, 73.5 hour fast. It was the perfect timing for it, I got to say. I started in Israel on Tuesday night. I had dinner and then I had a very late flight on Wednesday night. So I didn't eat all of Wednesday. And then you land in New York on Thursday, get to Baltimore Thursday afternoon. You're already at 48 hours by that point because the time zone difference. And I was tired and I slept quite a bit. I woke up to do the show, went right back to sleep. And before you know it, it's the next day. And it's almost the afternoon, which is 72 hours because in Tel Aviv, it's night. In Baltimore, you know, it's a seven-hour difference. And I was, you know, I, I got it to 73.5 hours. I felt great. It was a very good fast. I, you don't eat on the plane. You don't want to eat on the plane. The plane ride was like 11 hours, I think. It's longer when you're, you're, you're coming back, uh, when you're going west. It's, it's, it, it takes a longer time because the winds or something. <laughs> so, yeah, Tel Aviv to, to, to New York is 11 hours. Then you get on a plane. Uh, a short plane ride to Baltimore. And I'm going to talk about that plane ride in a second, what I found on the, the shorter plane ride. And, and I also have to say, whoa, yeah, that, that, uh, the gate for the Baltimore to, or the New York to Baltimore flight on Delta, last gate at the terminal. You got to be in shape to do that thing, baby. Or there's actually, I noticed some terminal bus, but I didn't, I didn't bother with that darn thing. Okay. So, so moving on, uh, as you can all see, I've got a big smile on my face. But I'm always happy. I love life. I realize that we're in this golden age. And I think it's a good perspective to have on life, that this is the most comfortable humanity has ever been. Uh, I mean, the, the poor people all over the United States of America have uh, answers to everything in their hand. They have cameras and they have video cam. Their phones do everything for them. Okay. Now I don't even have one of those darn things. I don't have one of them, but you, you do know that so many of them do. And it's, it's just amazing. But yet there are so many do there's different types. There's the doomers. Then the doomers, they're not that many doomers. They're just like, Oh, the world's going to end. I got to get gold. Oh, I'm waiting for the collapse. They're, they're, they're usually guys. Um, and that's their thing, whatever. But then we got these panic prison people uh, with the climate stuff, and they're just always looking for a bad way, a, a bad way of looking at the world and a negative way. Oh, it's awful. It, you know, if there really is a climate problem, there's so much opportunity out there to, to make profitable businesses that will clean the environment. And, and, and you know, this is not about forcing people to do stuff. Be, be an entrepreneur if you think uh, if the world is – if we're going to have some uh, – climate challenges, environmental challenges, make, make some money off of it. And at, at the same time though, at the same time, is, is the world, or should you be in a wild panic when we do have billionaires out there, very rich people who have figured out all sorts of other problems for us. Okay. There are all sorts of people figuring out all sorts of problems. Uh, I just saw light outside that freaked me out, but okay. I know what it is. Whoa. You might've saw something in my face there. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, guys, I, I just there have been some current events lately uh, where you see these young people, they are just totally panicked. 
they're they're living on edge. Why? Why? And I think part of it is because we're so comfortable now. We're being very, uh, or some people are being very nitpicky about everything. They, they need something to worry about. They need something to worry about. No, you don't need something to worry about, to become obsessed about. Uh, get into productive uh, endeavors. That's what I say. It is a golden age. And take that perspective of like, take a few steps back. It's The world isn't falling apart. And we're going to talk about space at the end of the show and, and how it relates to I think how it maybe could make some of these people that are panicked about the environment and who might feel claustrophobic on this planet. I mean, that's amazing that I think a lot of people, they don't travel a lot or they've never driven across the United States. There's so much open space out there, people. Um, so much beautiful. And I think a lot of people are city centric and they, they're more prone to think that everything's falling apart because they're living in dirty cities. All right. So on the plane, Coming uh, from New York to Baltimore, the small, smaller Delta plane. I uh, I go into the to read the Delta magazine, and in the Delta, where the Delta magazine should be, is the New Yorker here. Well, let me let me hold this up. Let me make sure you you can all see it here. All right, there here. I, I haven't been. All right, look at the shirt too. It's one of this. You haven't seen this one for a while. It's a B. With a zero, it's made out of zeros and ones. Just want you to see it. it. It's linked to below. All the shorts you can buy are linked to below. So uh, the New Yorker. So I don't usually read the New Yorker. Of course I don't. I wouldn't buy a magazine, and I wouldn't buy a nine dollar magazine. Oh, nine dollars for a magazine? Oh my lord! I, I, the people that I mean, these the New York elitists, I guess they're buying it. I guess they're buying. I mean, there's so much free information out there. So yeah, total waste of money, especially when I can get, <laughs> I can get, I get it for free. So there are some, there's some interesting stuff in here, and I'm sure you can go to if you're in the streets in in Manhattan, I, I bet you can find this for free, uh, outside of a, a, a convenience store in the garbage can or, or something like that. And it's not dirty or anything like that. If you really want to read it, this is something you can dumpster die for. I'm sure easily and if you wait a week. Or however, I don't know how often it comes out. You can get an old edition definitely for free. Now, the I did read this story though. Uh, Ideas in the sky. Jonathan Lagarde believes a wild imagination could save the world. Now, this guy is definitely this Jonathan Lagarde dude uh, is a liberal. I I I I'm pretty sure he's a liberal, uh, politically liberal. Okay, so yeah, that's his business, whatever. But he talks about um, in Africa having delivery drones in the air, you know, because they don't have good roads in, in certain parts of it. Most of Africa, bad roads. Why not make drones legal there? And entrepreneurs will come in and create these drones that, that, that move vital resources from one village to another. And they just, you know, just like they skip landlines, they skip roads. They go straight to drones. I mean, we don't have drones delivering things yet here in, in the Western world. They could be ahead of us. And I thought, you know, this is a great. And he talks about the bureaucracy. And I, I guess the African leaders want their bribes and everything. Really unfortunate. But maybe, maybe I, I just thought this, this is really, this is a good idea. This is a good, and I probably don't agree with this guy politically or whatever. And that's just awesome that, that someone, you, you can, that's the, you shouldn't judge people by their political ideology. If they got good ideas, they got good ideas. Okay. And so this, this guy, you shouldn't, you know, ignore a person's good ideas because of their political ideology. How about that? So I like this attitude. 
that he believes a wild imagination could save the world. So he, he comes up with wild ideas. And that just reminds me, I mean, t- tonight people are talking about SpaceX and Elon Musk. And uh, I, I, love, I love guys like that. I love people who think big. Who and people say, "Oh no, that can't be done. We can't go to Mars. We can't have African drones in the skies, uh, delivery drones." No, let's do it, baby. This is the golden age. That's that's the attitude I take. Not that the world is falling apart and it's about to burn, and uh, we must be forced to not eat cows anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right. I like cows. I've ha- been having some cow lately. Have a cow, man. Pound that like button. Here is a tweet from uh, Travis. Uh, no, no, no. This is uh, some guy named Amir said this. And this is another guy that's bi- dreaming big. This guy was behind Airbnb. Uh, Travis Klanick, Klanick has said his kitchen rental startup, Cloud Kitchens, could be worth $2.5 billion now up from 450 million in, in early 2018. Okay, I don't care about that. And will be bigger than Uber. Oh wait, or did, was he one of the founders of Uber, this guy? What did I say? I didn't say Uber. I said uh, Airbnb. I don't know what this dude, Travis Kalanick was a founder, either Uber or a- Airbnb. And so th- this is a very interesting idea, this uh, kitchen rental startup called uh, Ca- Cloud Kitchens. Now I am not a person who eats out. And I encourage people to save money by not eating out and not getting delivery. But 80 percenters are going to do what they're going to do. And they keep on getting their welfare dollar. They keep on valuing their wealth in dollars. And they are spending machines. So why? I mean, hey, man, if we're, we're living in this world where they keep on spending, spending, spend, spending. So why not cater to them? Why not make it cheaper uh, to, to do deliveries? So this guy has created a, a system where different... Uh, Restaurants could just set up uh, there in a, in a big, ugly warehouse, little cubicles. They all share. It, it cuts cuts down on cost, and it, and everything's delivered from this one location by a generic delivery service. So it saves money. You can look up Cloud Kitchens. Um, I thought it was an interesting idea. And, and again, it's nothing I would ever use. Not, not the, I, I don't use Uber either, but uh, it, it's – it's it's good in this in in the current environment where people want the food deliveries, and it'll lower costs. Uh, not that, they, dude. These people they don't care about cost. If they cared about cost, they make their own darn food. All right. Um, it will he'll lower the cost for the producer for the people who own the restaurants at least. How about that? They'll they'll be happier. So, here's a tweet from Benedict Evans. And I don't know. Are people asking questions here? All right. All right. Here we go. No. Yeah. Roman Q says, do you know if Baltimore has paid the Bitcoin ransom where No, they never paid it and it cost them millions of dollars. I've talked about it in other shows. They never paid it. it. They fixed it. Eventually it cost millions and millions and millions of dollars. It was, it was horrifying. Absolutely ridiculous. So no, they did not, they did not pay with the ransom, which wish I didn't say that word, but okay. Uh, YouTube doesn't like that word. Pound that like button for YouTube being completely ridiculous like that. We'll see how that, uh, how that works. Um, but yeah, Baltimore could have uh, paid that Bitcoin and it would have cost a lot less. But hey, it's uh, Baltimore being Baltimore. What are you going to do? Yeah, Adam, stay away from eat, eat. Someone says, stay away from women. Eat once a day. Don't live until you... 
And to, yeah, okay. If you used to say buy and he says I used to say buy and hold 2020, but now you say 2020. Now you say 2021. No, I don't, dude. Is he? This is this is this is the it. Uh, it's just an example of a guy is impulsive here. I I still say don't sell your Bitcoin until after 2020. Never sell your Bitcoin. I say never sell it. The Bitcoin had. It, we, we've lived through this before. You don't pay very close attention, okay? Remember the 2016 halving. We went up at the halving, then it went down a little bit. Then by the end of the year, you know, 2016, it had gone up. And then 2017 was the big year for, huge year for Bitcoin. So I have talked on this show about the 210,000 block theory. And uh, if the 210,000 block theory remains true, then in 2021, which is, 210,000 blocks from 2017, Bitcoin will be worth more. So then it was at it, it will be at a new all time high. That is what I'm saying. So I'm saying, I'm saying 2021 will have, if the, if the theory remains true, and I think it will, that November of 2021, we will definitely be at a higher point than, than 20,000, than $19,600. Now I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you know, well, I'm not saying that that's, don't sell your Bitcoin uh, until then. I, you can't. Well, I actually, I I, I am saying. <laughs> what, 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 what you said, but not saying twenty. What you, stay away from women. Wait a second. What's it say? Twenty. You used to say buy and hold until twenty. I'm, I'm saying at the dudes. Don't you should hold on as long as possible. That is what I am saying. That is what I'm saying. But if you must sell for some unknown reason, and I guess sell in 2020, but I think it's ridiculous to do so. Um, I think maybe what you were trying to get at is that I was saying that all would be great with Bitcoin in 2020. That would be the all-time high or something like that. And that is not, I was not saying that was going to be the all-time high in 2020. That That is what I'm not, I was, I was definitely not saying that. But um, no, you don't have to stay away from women, people. I mean, this guy, this guy, Eddie, who says this about me, he thinks like I haven't lived the life or something like that. Dude, I have banged plenty of women, okay? We've talked about that on, on past shows. I've done, I've drank and partied like a freaking rock star, okay? Um, and it's just, it's fleeting, dude. It means so little in life. I've lived a life and I can tell you that doing unhealthy things, it's not, it, it's, it's a drug. It's, it's. It's really pat. It, it, it passes so fast. That's you, you deferring gratification, saving money so you can, don't have to work, dude. I don't have to work. I don't work, okay? Because I bought Bitcoin. Because I saved money. This is my job, dude. I travel around the world, okay? So you're saying like not eating. You're 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 poking at me for not eating. That's a healthy thing. So I don't get cancer when I'm 45 years old, okay? Okay, you, why don't you ask some people that are suffering from cancer right now if they would have rather uh, not, you know, not, they would rather not drank and uh, not eaten a bunch of horrible food uh, when they were in their 20s and done intermittent fasting then or now have cancer. Um, ask Van, why don't you ask Vention that, okay? And I'm sure he'll tell you what he'd rather have been doing. Um, you know, instead of doing unhealthy things and he became slightly overweight, who knows what brought on his cancer or whatever. But, um, you know, there, there's, there's something to deferral of gratification here. So you, you hitting me up on the 2020, 2021, I haven't, I haven't changed the line at all. Okay. My, the, the whole concept that you don't get 
that so many 80 percenters don't get is saving and holding. And you, if you don't have to spend, don't spend it. I'm traveling around the whole world, okay, dude, without spending any of my Bitcoin. Why? Because I plan and I don't buy dogs and I don't eat out. And you don't need to eat out to be happy. And you don't need to do drugs and drink and spend lots of money on women to be happy or have a woman to be happy. Okay, dude. So I know you think you you have said, and like many other 80%, oh, Bitcoin, what's wrong with it? It's, it's going down. Dude, that's why you're going to be poor, dude. You have to... You have to have long-term thinking. You have to understand what savings is, okay? And, dude, if you haven't noticed, I have completely messed that concept. And it's paid off quite well for me. And so I did. But just because, hey, it's a, it's a good life now or whatever, doesn't mean I can – I'm not still going to try to improve my life by doing intermittent fasting, by doing healthy things, by, by not drinking, by not doing ridiculous drugs or whatever everybody's doing out there today, okay? I'm – I'm trying to be on this planet as long as freaking possible and in a healthy, in a healthy mood, in a healthy mood. So th this is this is this is a thing. A lot idiots like you. I, I shouldn't say idiots. Eighty percenters like you, um, because some eighty percenters aren't idiots. Um, you you think that not eating is 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 that that's unhealthy? You think healthy is what going to McDonald's or you know, do doing what the government tells you? You know, eat eat a bunch of sugar. Filled foods because it's happy, because the candy tastes good. Yeah, candy tastes great, dude. Candy tastes great. Whatever, man. It, in a, if you have no self-control that you can't eat for 24 hours, that you can't eat for 48 hours, you're that weak. I mean, that's that mean I have I have little respect for people who who, who don't have self-control, who have no self-control. I mean, this is the world we live in. What I've been describing is a world of people who have no self. They're so impulsive. They must have it now. They must have it now. And so you don't get it, Eddie. This whole every one of my shows is about not having it now. You don't have to have it now to be happy. You don't have to have it now to be wealthy. In fact, to become wealthy, you're not gonna. You're gonna have to wait on some things. You're gonna have to be able to save and create. New things and savings helps you create. Okay, so there you go. There, there's a little comment on you right there. I mean, go, do do what you're gonna do. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Um, but for you to say this, you know, the twenty that I've been, I've changed my thing from 2020 to 2021. No, the having still 2020. It's still a very important thing. I'm not selling my Bitcoin no matter what. Uh, but the 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 all time high. There's no guarantee the all-time high is going to be broken in 2020, and I never said that. That's not what the saying was about. That's not what the saying was about. All right, and so, yeah, want to clarify, people. Don't sell your Bitcoin for as long as possible, for as long as possible, okay? 2020, 2021, 2025, I don't care. Hold on to it as long as possible because, you know, you could have been like Eddie or whatever and back and, you know, when, oh, I dropped, dropped to the 300, I'm selling it now. When I was saying, hold on to it for as long as possible, 2020 having. Okay, so that's what I was saying back in 2020 having when it was seven hundred dollars, 2020. So you you just get some goal in mind. So you don't do some ridiculous thing like this guy saying to do, spend it on women and booze or whatever. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Is how, how about if I would have spent all my money, all my Bitcoin on, on women and booze in 2016? Then I'd have nothing now. I'd have nothing. Instead of it's and now Bitcoin's worth eight thousand dollars. I mean, it's it's insane. It's, it's you, you don't see you don't see the logic in that. You don't 
you know, I mean, because if you don't understand that, if you don't, you haven't learned from what already what's going on in Bitcoin. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I don't know. So yeah, we got a little bit of Bitcoin in here too. We got a little bit of Bitcoin in here. So uh, I, I know this this Eddie guy thing. He's been in. He he was all right at one point, but he, he's become like this dude who's impulsive. Well, it's gold. I should get gold now or something. What's that? All right. So Roman Q said. Uh, Another awesome. I mean, Eddie, if you want me to answer your questions, you got to play that. You got to pay the troll tax. Do us, do a, uh, do a, uh, what should we call it? Uh, super chat. You're, 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 you're a troll tax. You're a troll tax guy. And you, I've had people pay the troll tax before. So, uh, Roman Q, another awesome show with Caitlin Long. She has been outstanding for the last two times. You have to have Giacomo on the show again after he does his quantum fud. He did his quantum fud presentation. He told me actually. He, I, I think it's not online yet. He told me the quantum fud thing is done. I, I, I think he said it wasn't online. I met, I met him in person in Israel. It was great. Pound that like button. Uh, where is Vention these days? Some, someone said. He's, he's been around. He just made a new video. I haven't had time to watch it yet. Uh, let me see if there were any. Uh, all right. Women. Okay. Women leech off your money. Yeah. Many women leech off your money. This is true. Many. Many do. Uh, many do. I mean, you don't need a wife, dude. You don't need a wife. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. You don't value it in women. Okay. You're down. Jeez. People down. How can people be down? All right. Moving on. I, I was, we got other things to talk about here. So I talked about the, uh, I was going to talk about Benedict Evans saying, oh, I'll save this one for next time. It doesn't, it's, it's linked to below. It's just about, uh, PCs and phones in the golden age. All right. Dan Rodericks uh, in Baltimore says he's a writer for the Baltimore sun. He has an article and actually the rebuttal article is linked to below. Uh, we need a billionaire. Uh, what is this? Hang on. Have a benefactor provide $1 billion annually, about a third of the city's operating budget to maintain essential services while Baltimore property owners get a major cut in taxes. So Dan Rodericks, who is a liberal, who uh, I, I believe he likes Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, who says billionaires don't shouldn't exist. This guy, this possible Bernie Sanders supporter, says that a billionaire should just give a billion dollars to Baltimore annually. Just for the heck of it. Just for the heck of it. To bail out Baltimore. Why? Well, out of guilt, I guess. Out of guilt. I mean, and this is... This is the world that we live in today, uh, that the people are supposed to make financial decisions based on guilt. You're supposed to help out people uh, that have, are no relation to you, that, there's, you're, that you're supposed to be willing to give half your salary to them or something. I mean, uh, I will say this. At least this, this idea is not a government bailout. It's like, hey, we're Baltimore. We're poor. Rich billionaire. Spend your money here. We're not forcing you to do it, but give us a billion dollars. It's better than like federal government bail us out um, or taxpayers pay bail us out. But it's still, uh, wh what are they, what is the billionaire going to get out of it? He's going to get like this little, some of these billionaires do get jollies out of stuff like that. So, I mean, maybe they get, hey, it's worth a shot, dude. It's, it's, it's worth a shot, I guess. Um, but the, the rebuttal said, why don't you just lower the property taxes and uh, people will move to the city and uh, there's, 
uh, you get rid of some of the uh, you, some of the useless workers. There's only useless workers in Baltimore City. I mean, when they had the uh, when the city was being held hostage uh, by that uh, rware, I mean, pe people weren't working, and the city was working fine. <laughs> all right, all right. So very interesting. We, we, this it's, it's come to this in, in, a, in a major uh, in a major United States city. They have to beg. They have to beg billionaires for for money. Guilt, guilt, some billionaire. And this is this is taken as a logical. Uh, this is a logical solution that people. Are, oh wow, maybe maybe that'll happen. You know, Melinda Gates has given a lot of money to Africa. Maybe they'll give money to Baltimore. I, who knows? I mean, you can't rely on benefactors, dudes. You can't rely on rich benefactors. You got to do it yourself. Personal responsibility is new counterculture, Baltimore. Figure it out yourselves. You you, you brought this on yourselves. Get out. You, you dug this hole. Get out of it. Okay. I want to say that uh, Bitcoin idealists out there think all people are motivated to get into Bitcoin. And they're not right, actually. People want to fit in and they just want to be comfortable and they love stuff. The dollar is so convenient. Credit cards are based around it. So, um, no, people aren't. They're logical people are motivated to get into Bitcoin, okay? Logical people who know about savings and deferral of gratification, and they can see, wow, this is real money. This is, there's only going to be 21 million of it. This is, of course, of course. It's, but, and then the Bitcoin idealists think, well, everyone, everyone has to see this. Everyone has to see how, how great Bitcoin is. And they'll be motivated to get. No, they're not like that. They don't. They don't see it at all. They want to fit in. They want. They want to get their big houses with their with their money, with their dollars. Get paid in dollars. They want to. They have to keep up with the Joneses. Get their big SUV. Um. So you get to take the kids to all the the fancy restaurants. Brag to their friends. Get the latest gadgets. So no, they're not going to get big. They're going to. They're going to use. They're going to be stuck in the uh, welfare dollar world. Uh, move, move to the best uh, area so they can go send their kids to the best government school. Uh, yeah. And uh, for, I, I, <laughs> I'll save that one for next time. So uh, because now we're running late. Oh, yeah. I've been on for a little while here. What do we have? Oh, let me see if there were any other questions. But no, it seems logical to us, to 20 percenters. Uh, oh yeah, the, the, everyone's going to get into Bitcoin. It, it's good. Ever it'll be a Bitcoinization. Everyone in their right mind. It makes so much. And yeah, for us it makes sense. For everyone it should make sense. But most people, uh, no, most people aren't motivated at all by by the 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 the, the they, they can't they they can't see the long term benefits. They don't see. They want an immediate benefit. They, when with Bitcoin, they want it now. They want an immediate benefit. And they, they're like, well, why am I buying this uh, money in the sky? What's it doing for me now? Now I want to under, and they say, well, I can buy this uh, Porsche with my dollars. That's giving me a, a jolt of happiness. Now I can get a bunch of alcohol and uh, it's giving me a jolt now. All right. Uh, so many. This is Normonic says so many of our political problems in the U.S. would be resolved if we reaffirmed and regained some non-central policy setting norms. We aren't supposed to all agree. That's why we have 50 separate states. 
This simple idea is being lost in a frenzy for control. Yes, I love that. Now, again, I don't like politics, but states should go their own way. That's the way it was meant to be. People should not be control freaks and care what someone in that the people in Montana should be doing exactly the same thing the people in Illinois should be doing. We should all live under the same exact federal law, same federal, everything's federal, dictated by the federal leadership. We're all the same. All the states are the same. Everyone's in the same. Everyone's got to fit in. No, no, that's, that's not, this is go your own way. That's what the states are. They're supposed to be experimental places. So this guy brings up, if people could just back off and say, you know what? I, I'm an, I'm an abortion. I like abortion. I live in New York. We have abortion in New York. We have abortion in California, Montana. They don't have abortion, but that's it. Don't go out Montana then. I'm not going to go to Montana because I can't get an abortion there. If you, you know, don't don't let every state be its own uh, experiment, okay? But most people uh, that are involved in the, in the political scene, they 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 can't just let it go. They just can't let it go. If it's if if it's another state, they think they got to mind their that, that state's business. They got to care. They live in Vermont. They got to care what's going on in Alaska, and that's unfortunate. Go your own way. Be independent. Be in the, the states can be independent of each other. You as in these people are collectivists. That's the very definition of collectivists uh, on, on the federal level. And again, collectivism is the default. Individualism is the accomplishment. All right. And the last thing I wanted to say was uh, Dr. Robert Zubrin was on Fraser Kane's Universe Today show. And it was a great ending of the show. It's, I like Dr. Robert Zubin. He is a big dreamer also. He wants people to move to Mars. He wants people to move everywhere. He's a really smart guy. And he says that what we're, what's going to bring down Earth is ba bad ideas, bad ideas. Uh, 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 and some of these bad ideas revolve around and, – and the bad ideas lead to the mentality of countries, people within – different countries saying we're going to have we're going to have it out one day we're going to have to have it out with china one day it's just there's not room enough for the united states and for china on this globe you know they do things their way we do things our way there's not enough room for us uh we're going to clash there's going to be a war it's going to that that bad idea mentality uh that uh going to have we're going to have to have it out mentality that we're that we're, we're they're limited resources they're only limited resources and the United States is either going to win or China's going to win or Russia's going to win or whatever it's going to be. And that's what's and he's got a point there that with, with that closed minded mentality that, that 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 it's limited, that this this scarcity mindset, it's a, it's a you're going to have an anti anti scarcity mindset. People with space, there is no roof on the earth. OK, he brought that up. There's no roof on the earth. All of the powers on, on this planet. If they feel if they feel claustrophobic, that you, you know there's not enough on here for us and the Chinese, well, go into space. That will help cure some of the people's. And we were talking beforehand about the environmental people who think everything's going to go to heck uh, on this planet. Well, if we go out into space, you won't feel as claustrophobic. That there 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 are other resources out there. You if the Earth goes to down the tubes. Well, you'll, we will be on other asteroids. And the Earth isn't going to go down the tubes. We'll have space stations. This is the beauty of space. 
it gets it gets that anti-scarcity uh, feeling away, gets rid of it. It gets rid of uh, you know, the, the claustrophobic feeling, the panic prison feeling that countries have. And you know, we're going to have to have it out one day. It's just there's not enough land out there. There's plenty of land out there. But people just they don't see it that way. But if they expand their mind in the space, maybe they will see it that way. Okay. I'm Adam Meister. That's the show. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Yeah, and eventually was here yesterday. He sent me that super chat. I mentioned him. Uh, just learn Bitcoin says 80% say when moon and 20% say how long can it go because we want more BTC. One can never have enough BTC. No, one can never have a value your wealth in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. Click on, the, click on those squares. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H. B-A-L-T. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm clicking end stream. See you in the chat. Nice shirt.